You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 135. On today's bonus episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the number one secret for wealth attraction. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now with over 800,000 downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. All right, what's up everybody? James Wedmore here. Welcome to another special bonus episode of the Mind Your Business Podcast. That means it's Wednesday. That means it's short, sweet, to the point. And that means you're going to love it. Well, you should love all episode, right? But thank you so much for tuning in. This is the second one. It's a twofer for the week. Appreciate you. We're going to keep this nice and short. Number one secret to wealth, attraction. What is it? I got to know. James, tell me. I will in a moment. But first, a quick shout out to one of our listeners, EC Yogi 34 who left an amazing review that I'm going to share on the podcast says James I cannot thank you enough for this podcast since listening so many things in my life have been transformed this was a tripwire for several other avenues of inner work since the beginning of the year and I'm forever changed I started at episode one and I've binged every single episode until I got up to date I'd always hidden my inner woo-woo away, and I was afraid that it had no place in my world of science and research, and I spent too many years quieting my inner self, believing she did not know anything and that I did not matter. James, the leap you took in exposing your true self allowed me to really listen and trust myself and my own inner wisdom. I'm so grateful to you for taking that vulnerability risk and inspiring me to question the beliefs that have kept me trapped in a world of struggle, hustle, and an endless hamster wheel seeking validation, meaning, and approval. Many of the concepts and theories were so new to me, yet when I heard them, they made so much more sense than if we just keep ourselves trapped in a reality that we create through no fault of our own instead of believing that I just wasn't enough to ever do, have, or be. Thank you again for putting yourself out there, and I hope it comes back to you a hundredfold. Well, it has come back a hundredfold, so thank you. Oh, that is so amazing. I love that. I love sharing that. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. You say that a couple years ago when I launched, I was so nervous, so afraid. I did a whole episode talking about the fear I had about releasing this podcast because, you know, all this stuff I was doing was really private to me. I was really embarrassed about it. But I couldn't hold it in any longer just because it worked. I'm a scientist. I'm an experimenter. I saw proof. And... I had to, I had to share it. And it's now it's like, I can't get enough. I'm doing bonus episodes, right? So, you know, that's what's funny is when you conquer your fears or you set out to conquer fears, it's like the fear just disappears. So now it's just fun. It's just really fun. And it's amazing to read your guys' feedback, your growth, your lessons, all of that. So thank you and please keep them coming. All right, so what is the number one secret? The number one secret, the number one thing that we can do and get into a habit of doing and being to increase the amount of abundance and the flow of money and riches and opulence and just unlimited potential in our lives is one word, giving. Now, maybe you've heard this before, but what I would offer or invite you or challenge you to do is try this on as an experiment, to try giving 
and I'm talking giving money more in your life. Now, we have to do this with two caveats because I, I really did notice this in my life and I've heard a lot of authors speak about this from many different contexts. It was like when they started donating or giving freely or making charitable contributions, that's when they really, really experienced just a massive opening of wealth in their lives. But, 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 there's two big fat butts in the room. Number one, there's no quid pro quo. In other words, you can't have any expectations of it coming back. You say, I gave, I, James, James told me to donate and I did and I, nothing's coming back. You can't do that. You got to give freely with zero attachment just to give, to pass it on. Number two, this is the real work in my opinion. When you give, there's got to be no yucky feelings about it. So not only do you have to have zero expectations of ever seeing that money or more again, or I'm only doing it because James says it's going to make me more money. That's the hard part. That's the catch 22. Like I'm telling you that if you give and you donate and you be more charitable, you're going to make more money, but you can't do it for those reasons, right? So you're going to have to drop that yourself. But the second thing is, is when you're donating or giving, even if it's just like a dollar to someone on the side of the street, you cannot feel heavy and yucky about it. You have to just give it freely. Just let it go. And I've talked about this analogy before, but the way I experience money, you know, money is energy, does not come from effort. But money's like a river. Now, most of us treat it like a little pond, right? You know, a pond, it's like stagnant water. It gets all stale and yucky and starts smelling, right? Like a swamp water. But what about a river? Rivers, that I mean, you drink from water from a river, right? It's flowing and it's fresh. Now, you could have a stream, you could have a little creek, or you could have freaking Niagara Falls. Now, either one you choose is up to you. But notice that just as much as leaving is also coming in. And I believe wholeheartedly that it's not our job even saving like i don't talk about this enough but like the bs around saving of just like it puts you into this energy of hoarding and keeping and this is it and i do believe that money is hard gained it's hard to let go so when we can get in the practice of letting it go easier we can have experiences of it coming in easier that's a hard one to try on but you're gonna have to money's like a river can we just let it go and see if more comes in And one way to do this is instead of just like buying yourself stuff, more stuff, go shopping, buy more crap that you don't need. What if we gave it to people that actually need it? Like that's the piece that really blew my mind is when you're like, I started learning all this law of attraction and people come into your life at the right time and in the right ways and all these things and blah, blah, blah. Dude, that's only half of the equation. Do you realize how magical and beautiful becomes when you're the person that comes into somebody else's life at the right time? Like you're sitting there going, please give me this opportunity. And you know, people still come to me a lot and they're like, I attracted you into my life. And you know, that's awesome. But what about when you are the godsend? What about when you are the answered prayer for somebody else? That's a trip. That's a trip. When stuff like, you know, I was really asking for this. I was really, I saw something on the news. I, I went to my parents' house just the other night and my dad always watches the news. And I'm like, why are you watching the news? Like, it's just awful all the time. Awful, awful, awful. And he just spends an hour sulking in front of me. And you just feel like crap afterwards. You got to go take a shower. But I happened, ironically, I'm proud of myself because I'm like, yeah, of course. That when I come in the room and I see that he's in the news, I was about to just turn off the TV. And all of a sudden they had a special story. And it was a story about a family 
in LA that had to put their dog went missing and they finally found the dog. And when they found the dog, it was really badly injured and it was going to cost $3,000 to get it fixed. Whatever it was, I think it had a broken bone or two. It was really badly injured, this dog. And I don't know how it happened or what happened, but they were ready. I mean, they took the dog and it was going to get put to sleep and someone, some organization or some extraordinary, like, angel in their lives paid the $3,000 for the dog to have the surgery and they just got the dog back. And so that was what the story was, is getting this dog back and it's healthy and it's fine and it recovered and they got their dog back. And they're sitting there saying that like, this was a Christmas miracle. They're like, I know it sounds cliche and stupid, but this was our Christmas miracle. And, oh, I mean, that's just like brought tears to my eyes. But the fact that you could be that miracle for somebody else you know, we're sitting here learning, ah, I want to attract the right people into my life and the right circumstances. It's like, what if you could be that circumstance? What if you could be that miracle? And I think that's what completes the cycle. And that happens with giving. Now, what else I think it does is when you give, it's preceded by most of the times an immense feeling of gratitude. Because look, like I'm not trying to brag, but when I heard that story, and someone like couldn't afford to, I was like, I'll, I'll pay the freaking 3000 Like, here you go. I'm like yelling at the TV, like here, I'll just, just take my money. Cause $3,000 is nothing to me. Now I can look back even just about eight years ago and I couldn't even make 3000 a month. That was everything to me. That was a month of income I couldn't even make. Wow. How awesome is that? How much gratitude do I have for every, or how much can I experience for everything that I have? So these are opportunities to have immense appreciation and gratitude for what we have, what we've accomplished. And we always do. Cause I mean, oh my goodness, it's really easy to just stay in our bubbles. And that's hard for me, right? Because you know, you are where your attention is and you want to focus on positive things, but there are like, hello, like really tough things in the world. And I think what we have to do is spend 90% of our time in the positive and then we spend that 10% like, okay, let's deal with some of these things. And what I wanted to talk about on this episode, for those of you guys who are inspired to want to give and donate but don't know where to start, I want to talk about my recent giving and donation experience. And if that inspires you guys, there's an opportunity for you guys to share and donate. But about two months ago, I met Scott Harrison, who's the founder of the organization Charity Water. They're just celebrating their 10th year. And here's what I would love for you to do. I'm not going to ask you to donate or anything. What I am going to ask every single listener is to watch the video that they just put together for their 10-year update on what they've been doing in the organization. It's, first of all, for my video fans out there, because I know i got a lot of you, is one of the most well-made, well-produced videos ever. Just the story and what they've done in 10 years is so well captured. And whether you run an organization like this, a nonprofit or a charity, or even just, you know, your really mission-based business, like they nailed it. And this is something you want to look at, but they're also going to open your eyes to, you know, the water problem that's happening in, you know, third world countries. But what's so cool is they did two things. It's just, I love is first of all, they have a solution for it, a very clear solution, you know, which is, well, actually it's a couple things. First of all, it's a big problem. You know, they make the case that bad drinking water is responsible for more deaths in the world than all the guns and violence and wars. Right. 
on the planet. But they offer a simple solution, which is clean drinking water through wells. And not only that, but they offer an outcome, an achievable, foreseeable outcome that they could actually end the water crisis in our lifetime. And Chris, I think, is about the same age, and a little bit, maybe he's about late 30s. He is on a mission to do this and end this in our lifetime, in his lifetime. That's amazing that there's like an end to something like this in sight. So this was just like moved me like you wouldn't believe. But here's actually what moved me the most. This is, I don't know what it was, but like I've watched this video four times now and I'm just like bawling. So I will warn you, like you're probably going to tear up. (laughs) It's just going to happen. So grab some tissue as well. But here's what I loved is he also tells the stories of the people that have donated as well. Young kids that have done extraordinary things to raise money donated their birthdays and Christmas and, you know, because it's right around the holidays and I got all my family and friends that are asking me, what do I want for Christmas? I'm like, I don't want anything. I really don't. And I like really checked in with that. I was like, is that, am I saying that to be like, cool? like, I can't remember any of the stuff that I got last year. I just don't remember it. And I start to wonder like, man, if I had a friend or family donate instead, wouldn't they feel good too? Like I've had friends say, buy me stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, I already have that. But oh, it's cool to have another one. They just feel like crap. They're like, oh, well, darn it. Of course you have it. Because <laughs> I just, when I want something, I go out and get it. And then I started going like, what if they donated to this? or they watched this video and they donated instead of getting me a gift. Wouldn't that also make them feel good and make me feel good too? That's what I'm doing with my friends and family is just letting them know, like, this is what I'd prefer you know, if you can do both or you want to do both, I'm not going to say no, but I like my mom will probably still get me something, but I'm letting them know. And maybe that's something you want to do. Maybe it's something you don't want to do. I don't, you know, I don't care, but I really want to get the word out about what they're doing. I have a special link for you guys. We're going to link it up in the show notes. Otherwise you can go to jameswedmore.com forward slash water. You go to jameswedmore.com forward slash water. And I just ask you to just watch that video. It's just so powerful. And I think at the very least, we should be made aware. I was not aware of how big of an issue this really was. It's so easy to stay in our bubble because water, I mean, I have a giant bottle of Fiji right in front of me. It's hard to fathom sometimes that people just don't have access to clean water and what they have to go through to get it. And we just, you know, we take these things for granted. But this is the opportunity that we have. And, you know, I'd like to say the responsibility that we have as entrepreneurs that, you know, we're difference makers. And when someone has a job and a set income, like it's a different conversation about how they can give back and donate. But as an entrepreneur, like, look at this, like I have a platform where I can share this and I can ask my people to donate and then I can donate. And wow, like that is friggin' impact. And I had Stu McLaren come on the the show several episodes back. We can link up his episode as well. And, and, you know, he talks about how he had so many money blocks and had a hard time selling and asking for money in his business. And he said, what changed it all for me is he realized that the more money I make, the more impact I create, plain and simple. And that's the thing is that I can sit there and donate freely without any qualms about it, you know, versus the person that's like, ah, oh, I really... You know, I really want to help out, but I don't have any money. As an entrepreneur, you can change that, and that's powerful. But I do believe that giving is at the core of experiencing more 
abundance in your life because it's an act of faith. It's what abundant people do. If you truly believed in abundance, that would mean you know that there's an infinite supply of whatever you need, so you would give freely. If you owned a lake and someone asked for a bucket of water, would you know, I just need a bucket of lake water. <laughs> I'm looking at the ocean. I don't know. That's the best example I can give. Would you even hesitate giving them a bucket of water? Oh, no, no, no. I got to keep this. Of course you give it to them because you have so much more. And abundant people operate that way. And you like to look at your circumstances and say, yeah, but I look at the bank account and it's not a lake, James, and I only have a bucket. That's why it's an act of faith. I challenge you to try this on, to look for ways that you can treat money like a river, to let it flow out so that more can come in and experience that firsthand. That's my call to action for you guys. Head on over to jameswedmore.com forward slash water and just watch that video, even just to have a profound sense of gratitude for what you have in your life, what we all have in our life that we take for granted. And, you know, obviously, if you feel called to donate or support, and you can give as little as a dollar a month to Charity Water, and it makes a difference. I love the fact that they really come from a place that most people distrust charities. I've definitely been there. I've heard awful things of even like the most reputable charities, which I will not get into. Those are conspiracy theories. But meeting Scott personally, knowing that 100% of the proceeds go to building the wells in Africa and other third world countries, it's been like, they're shaking things up. They have shaken things up. They've made such a big impact in 10 years that I just really felt compelled to do this. And I, I really appreciate you guys tuning in, listening to this episode with me, having this conversation with me and watching this video. So thank you guys for listening and chatting and hanging out with me. I really appreciate all of you. Here's to your abundance in 2018. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.